1: Hello signers Hey babies Before
0: we get into this week's episode You guessed it We've got reviews baby We asked and boy did you deliver Uh, Thank you guys so much uh, for for writing these reviews We love it Uh, If you're not aware If you leave us a five star review We will read it on air That's our Your gift is the review Our gift is the reading of the review (laughs) Which might be a gift or a curse Depending on who you are But we love it Uh, So let's get into them this first review is entitled That Crabby Goat from Phoebe666E. <laughs> Love it. Uh, that Crabby Goat. You girls are so funny. I listen to your podcast every Monday while I work. I'm a silversmith and an astrology student at Kepler. Oh, that's so cool. Wow. This pod is so refreshing and entertaining. I'm Capricorn with five planets in the 12th house, Sun, Mercury, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune with the Cancer Moon, Cancer Jupiter, and Cancer Chiron in the 6th house. With Venus and Mars Unaspected I was wondering If you guys can do An episode on Unaspected planets Okay Love y'all Okay bye Absolutely Phoebe That's a fantastic suggestion Um I am also Loving that Uh you, I love a
2: silversmith that's so fucking yeah. cool uh, And also, also a student
0: at Kepler That's cool as hell Well also the
2: silversmith too going with that cancer energy of the moon Which we you know have learned that like silver And moon goddess energy all goes together So I think that's so cool and fitting And not oh, cool Phoebe not Yes, Out
1: of the park Love it
2: Yes. Uh, next up from mood.fm I mean, I, lo- God, I love a good emoji combo. We have yellow heart, clown emoji, angel baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> great combo. The trifecta of them all. This podcast is so much fun, although I'm a little bitter because inspired me to double check my birth time and I had my rising sign wrong all along. I'm an Aquarius sun, Libra moon, and I thought I was a Taurus rising, but I just learned I'm actually a Gemini rising. All this air, I don't know what to do with myself, but I love this podcast so much. As a loner Aquarian, it's nice to get to hear people talk from a distance and be generally really positive with the perfect amount of salt. I also can't stand the sound of men's voices before sleep, so this is the perfect podcast to cozy up in bed and fall asleep to. Nail nail emoji. Getting your nails done emoji. P.S. Thank you for not having any annoying ads. It's very refreshing, although I would be proud if you started cashing out because it's rough out here and y'all work hard as well. Um, wow. I mean, fm. You, you know from your From your lips to God's ears, God's ears. Yeah, Like really, yeah. I mean I just All across the board I love that you found out Your new rising sign uh, Mazeltoff, um The uh, voices from a distance You know men's voices You know well we have our Opinions all on that <laughs> So um, yeah and we'll, we'll get ads probably But until like, then enjoy The indie nature of, of us yeah, And I um, love it,
1: a Gemini rising too So don't yeah, it's, it's not A downgrade Oh you
2: know that's tight Like uh, also yeah that You are this air tra- This aqua Libra tra- Gemini, all of that it's air so
0: cool having all Different ones yeah I feel like
2: we don't see That a lot
0: where everyone is all one Element but yeah. each different sign so I think that's pretty fucking cool yes. yeah I wonder if
1: it's like a perfect trine. Yeah, yeah. that'd be that'd let be us holler cool. back At us yeah, with your
0: degrees I want to know if it if You are a if you are Literally a grand trine okay. Yes
1: Um. Our next review comes from robot goat 429 <laughs> oh i bet. love all these goat names Wait, are so you, many goats are you close to my birthday i can't tell uh my new fave podcast with the stars in the eyes emoji I love this podcast. I've always been interested in astrology, but never explored deeper into the subject until I became pregnant. Mm. I had a minor freak out when I realized my little beam of light is expected to be a Pisces. But After finding this podcast and listening to many episodes, I couldn't be more excited to have this little magic water child. Aww. i binged every episode in about a week while my husband, cancer, Sun, Aries, moon, Sag, rising, moved into our new house. He is an astrology denier, but cannot help but sing along to the opening theme when I turn on the newest episode. Because of these three gals, I've delved deeper into my own chart and they've helped me learn so much about what is written about me in the stars. They've even helped me through an identity crisis, originally thinking I'm a Taurus sun, Aries moon, and Cancer rising, when in reality I'm a Gemini rising. Wow, what a crisis that was. These Astro Gals are my new virtual besties, and I cannot recommend this podcast enough to those who are interested in astrology or just want to laugh. Dancing lady, yellow heart, stars, peace and blessings. Whoa, you got to meet the last reviewer who also thought they were tourists. Yeah, I, know. I was rising. just going to say,
0: a bunch of, it's the same. Oh no,
1: they they thought they were cancer rising. But still, you should, that's cute. Thank you, that was so sweet. I almost cried while reading I know, it. I know, I was oh. like, uh, both times I was like, that is the sweetest thing. I love it so much. That's so much. sweet. I can't believe your husband denies astrology and you guys are still making it work. <laughs> <laughs> Takes all kinds, I know? have the same um, kind of partners so yeah exactly so
0: look we all we all make compromises <laughs> <for> <laughs> <us>. <laughs> Well and also oh, Your
1: baby's gonna be I know that that's made me so like cute. That like hurt
0: my womb I love it <laughs> I'm it's also, so
2: sweet. I'm also intrigued too Because since you've binged them all And we You thought we had the same big three Because she's Taurus, Sun, Aries, Moon, Cancer, Rising So like it's probably like I talked about all these things for you <laughs> And then and you're then like, she's oh, like <laughs> I'm a Gemini Rising yeah. that's, I mean so I'm interested to see How that shifted for you Or if it did Like listening to these kind of earlier episodes About risings and moons and things Or um, But yeah I mean Pisces Hell yeah Congratulations! Yeah. You know, yes. That was a very she sweet recommends. review. Please send
0: us pics. Yes. I love babies. Yeah, um, all right. This next review is titled "My Favorite Podcast" from uh, CCYPGA. I'm sorry, I do not like reading aloud sounds and no. you know whatever. All right, but CCYPGA, love it. Uh, My favorite podcast. You ladies are great. I'm an Aquarius Sun, Scorpio Ascendant, and Sag Moon and have felt so isolated and separated from the world but have longed for connection and this podcast has given me so much insight into my personality and how I interface with the world. As a result, it has given me a sense of comfort knowing that I am not contradictory. Each episode reaffirms for me that I need to be more empathetic and compassionate and that sense of awareness has been extremely powerful. Keep making episodes, XOXO. C.C.Y.P.G.A. Aww. That's wonderful.
2: That's yeah. all. I mean, that's also all. Lots of, of, ask lots for. of themes really of isolation and Aquarius peeps and like all that. So it's really interesting to hear this like longing for closeness, but also this like kind of arm's length closeness yeah. as well. So but I'm glad you let us into your ears. Yeah, the um, Oh, you asked the homeschoolers to at you five stars reviews from G. McCarroll. Uh, Okay You're right that it does take More outside family Social interaction To fully build a person But I guarantee that Conversing with adults My entire childhood And having to entertain myself Gave me much more Interesting personality Imagination Than most people my age which has been a trend From childhood and into adulthood There is a difference Between homeschoolers And those who are homeschooled Don't generalize Based on lack of understanding Hey That's a fair That's, that's a, a fair, fair point That's
1: a fair point For that's sure That's a fair point G. McCarroll um, Also something I never considered um, As a person who did not have A lot of people my age Around me And did not really fit Well in school Maybe it would have benefited me To be around more adults I, I agree with the like so. Homeschoolers
2: Between those homeschool Because I think homeschoolers Can be very much like an identity Usually sometimes It is based on in like faith, or like, um, yes. you know, wa- not wanting outside culture to come in, but yeah, no, I think there's also obviously benefits to homeschool. And I'm really, c- I can't remember what the fuck we said about a homeschooler, so I'm like, hopefully, it wasn't too uh, uh, I'm sure we were, I'm sure we were I'm sure we were rude, I'm sure we said something dumb. <laughs> thank, you like, thank, thank you for thank you for adding us, yeah, for sure, for
1: letting us know because uh, sometimes we talk without speaking, and, I mean exactly. but also
2: look see the perfect example use that five stars yeah, that could have been a one star this is something public school education will yes, not teach you yes. exactly yes. I and mean, how- use
1: every part of the buffalo yes. yeah what a
2: great
0: way to follow instructions and, <laughs> and do the rain you know, yes do, do I- the most powerful impactful way to stand up and now we are like man we shouldn't have been so fucking rude about homeschoolers they rule instead of people that are like Fuck your period pedicure talk <laughs> Oh Man. yeah I love it Thanks for breaking stereotypes and opening our hearts And
1: minds and thank you for continuing To listen even despite us Saying some stupid shit yeah. Yes that's all we can ask for Thank you so much uh, Your next review Comes from Plantmon 2017 <laughs> uh, Virgo Mars is fave cleaning podcast Yes I, mean, I love cleaning a podcast too Okay Love this podcast. It was there for my entrance into astrology like a year or two ago, and it has been such a journey. I would now call myself an astrologer. I've oh. recently been very into learning about Pluto as a first house Pluto individual. It's so interesting. It's like your soul's evolutionary path, like north and south node. Please do an ep about it and check out the book Pluto by Jeff Green, the OG Pluto astrologer. Also shameless oh shameless plug for me after plugging pluto of course check out my handmade knit and crochet goods on insta at sticky knitty for sale love pisces sun cancer moon scorp rising smiley face hell yes sticky knitty for the number four sale for some knitting and crochet goods for your holidays um i love this i love pluto i love uh, first house Pluto too, cutie
2: also just like you know finding that thing that you connect to is which is Pluto I think that's like especially if you're you know building a foundation an astrology career or what have you I think um, you know there's gonna be different things that call it there's so much in astrology and like it's cool that Pluto um, there's a connection there for you so fuck yeah
0: hell yeah Thank you guys so much for the reviews. Please keep them coming. We love them. We learn from them and uh, it helps us out. So uh, I hope a win-win for everybody. Uh, Thank you again. If you haven't left us one, do it. uh, Think about it. If you don't, it's fine, but it's like pretty easy and we really like it. So uh, thank you so much for all of you who have left reviews for us. And without further ado, please enjoy this week's episode. Yes, Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Logan. I'm Stevie Anderson.
1: And I'm the hairless cat of this <laughs> podcast. Yes. We're
0: just admiring Rosie, um, yes. friend of the pod. Uh,
2: and maybe possibly slightly hypoallergenic. I've heard from people who are allergic that that she doesn't she's affect... Not that bad. Yeah. She's not that bad. I've also done some Cats 101 research. I think she's a Chartreux, which is a French breed of cat that is also... Oh. It's called like... It's not, like, fully hypo... They're, like, considered slightly hypoallergenic. Mm -hmm. I also...
1: This might be super offensive to some cat people, but I do think it's, like, partially the owner. Sure. Like, people who keep their houses nice and, like... Where it's not, like...
2: Where it's not, like... Well, also... Anything
1: you touch is covered in, like, cat hair
2: or whatever. Yeah. Well, also, like, multiple cats is already, like, asking for you know, like allergy Yeah, because you have cat hair everywhere. Yeah. So she, she also like, she keeps doesn't really, spots too. she keeps a certain spots. She doesn't really shed that much. I mean, I come in, I wear the black yoga pants. I sit down and go, not bad. Where some people's houses you go and you're like, I can't sit. Like if I have to make this decision, if I'm going to sit in this black outfit or not.
0: We, when I was growing up, had two cats and a German shepherd and Ooh. could not, oh, I God. mean, yeah, our house was shed, disgusting. Shed city. I mean, just, there no amount of vacuuming no. tools any
2: any of the things no. i mean there's just hair I mean, fucking everywhere
1: i do want a hairless my dog is not cool with cats at all but
2: the hairless are kind of dog like though they're like at least from the videos I've seen, they can like play fetch and turn on light switches and they're very smart and kind of odd. Well, they're hypoallergenic too. And they're hypo. And they're so freaking weird looking and cute. I love how weird they are. Yeah, they I just wanna, so cute. I've never touched Ooh, one. I would I've never love- touched
1: one either.
0: They, um, yeah. And they feel like bones? no they kind of feel like I bet they feel like, like a okay bag of- you know when like you rub a dog's belly yeah and it's like that it's <gasps> like that, that. The, whole, the whole
1: oh like a pig yeah that's what i imagine a pig like yeah. feels like i don't know what a pig feels like i mean okay. imagine the photo shoots just oh a my lo- God, just dirt. alone i mean what, a pet pig a and pet no, pig but i, I mean die for one
0: i mean uh no i started i started following that ig pigs
2: oh, yeah. lovers IG account pig lover. i saw I, that was brought up in my like i was go, i was having a follow you know like looking in the yeah. recommended for you and i kept seeing pigs and every time i click you liked the picture Dude, i'm
0: like like I it know. i normally am like I repost i'll post
1: them in my stories okay. i'm one of those
0: assholes that will like look at a picture but not like it if it's like a big uh, I like I don't like celebrity pictures often. They have enough likes. Where, where I'm like, yeah, I'm like, this isn't you're not like looking through, maybe that says more about me than it does about <laughs> them or whatever, <laughs> where it's like I only want to like the, where someone cares about my like. Uh-huh. Uh, the Capricorn
2: moon is like, you've had enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or i you just like, you don't, you're not looking at these. This is just like another yeah. notification on your th- like, thing. I know noti- you have your notification shut off mm-hmm. Kim
2: Kardashian, but like. But your assistant is double checking the stats. Yeah, there and- or
0: it's like there's just something delusional about it to me where people are like commenting on it like, oh, you're so beautiful. And I'm like, do you yeah. think they're going to write? Some people do, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So it's, again, I'm uh, I'm digging holes for
1: myself, but uh, I'm like
0: smashing the like on all these pigs. I know that pig's great. Oh. There's
1: also another good pig, but then I think I found out it was owned by a Trump supporter or something. No. no. I, I follow a lot of these like IG animals and then this one was like a pig that they would dress it up as Harry Potter and stuff and I was like, wow. oh, this is my jam and then. I think I found out they were like a maga person so I stopped. Um please do- post your political affiliation <laughs> in your bio because I need to know. But I did I, I do follow like a lot of those pigs and a lot of like um just like weird animal accounts. I started Danzig following bros. a goat one. Goats daily, are
2: cute. It's like Goat Daily or something. They're cute. Also, I went to a uh, a goat farm over the summer and like at first was like, I don't know how I feel about touching these goats. And then I, that quickly changed because I stuck my fingers in. I was like, well, they, I don't want to be bit, you know, yeah. that's the main goal. Like I don't want to be nibbled, but they, their lips are like butter. They yeah. just like, they just like lightly no. nuzzle and it's like, it's fine. I'm like, nuzzle this all day, baby.
1: Well, do they have square eyes? Sheeps mm. have square eyes. No, I, I think that might just out. be
2: the, that might just be the sheep, sheeps. And they
1: look dumb. It's really sad. Well, I yeah, mean, that's the I mean, thing with
2: the whole biblical like sheep's are the dumb sheeple followers, yeah. and goats are like the the, devil. The, the the demonic. Like I'm doing my own fucking thing, creature. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting.
1: I read a whole thing about how because I was like, why are cat? Why do cats have vertical eyes? And then it was like a whole thing about different eye shapes for pupils. Mm. and apparently cats, it's to land when they jump, oh and then the sheep i forgot why it was mm. but for some reason i was like i wouldn't trade that you're like, for no. like those block eyes.
2: Nah. I was like researching because I have a gray cat and I was research like just gray cat symbology. And it's said that the gray is since in color theory is a neutral, peaceful color. And gray cats are given as presents in China for weddings because it's Aww. supposed to be like for peace and harmony. Oh, that's so sweet. And also just about like Wiccan, witchy kind of stuff is that cats are like they suck up negativity. So, like, if you're like casting spells or like feeling down or whatever they there's that's why they are like and they come up and nuzzle and they're they're supposed to be like they can handle it almost like they can take in all like Aww. the neg I'm trying
0: to find it because I think I've brought it up on this podcast before and I didn't know the name and I still have not read it but if anyone has sound off it's this book um, Sarah Potter is like friends with her but it was basically just a book about all of the symbolism of cats and how it's like uh, been used both positively but mostly negatively to like uh diminish female sexuality and all these things i think Mm -hmm. i'm sure i brought it up but it was like even the ideas of like uh it started with
2: well like the crazy cat lady is you know like what are you gonna stay home with your cats and it's like that sounds like an amazing night
0: well it's like that and then the flip side of it too of like um i forget who it was it's maybe it's darwin or someone just like described the the female cat in heat as like being like a lecherous mm. something like the the words that he used so then it just also was like oh so also a horny woman is disgusting too right like, and think about it's like all the things it's like cougar sex kitten yeah we'll uh, pussy all of this the ideas of like animal prints being like oh this is like a woman who's like on the prowl whatever mm. but some of the other things that they were talking about were so cool, um, because it was like, oh yeah, like cats are the only animals that play with their food. Ah, oh. like I was that kind of where I was like, oh, here it is, here it is, here it is. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, cat call is the name of the book by Kristen Sole, um, and oh wait,
2: Sarah Potter was posting this yes. book, right? I remember yes. the cover of this,
0: and it looked really cool. Cat call reclaiming the feral feminine. Oh yes, yeah, so oh. I I, li- I listened to her on someone else's podcast too. I do not remember what it was, um, but loved it and sounded super interesting. And that just Rosie- brought me
2: to it. Rosie eats one kibble at a time, like almost like a crane, like the toy crane machine in like an arcade, where she like dives in headfirst, picks up one kibble, and like crunches the one and just like eats like almost like a pellet animal and then gets her food all over the place. Love but it. I love you for it. Also a great animal account um for the TikTok fans mm-hmm. <laughs> out there is the Cane Hill Countryside Center. Does anyone know? Do you know that? No. Account? Oh it's I follow two TikTok accounts. One this which is a girl who just I don't know what's wrong with her but she just sings selfie videos i think she's got some kind of issue but i love her and then also this place which is like a farm out in like the british countryside and the guy just every morning and every night has the morning Rush hour in the evening. Rush hour where he opens the gate and like four hundred chickens and ducks and goats oh. and sheep and they rush and as they rush out, he says hello to each one. He's like, "Hello, Cuthbert. That's Cuthbert the goose. That's Trigger. That's Trigger. That's Trigger the pig. Oh, my he's coming through. Oh, hello." And he's I I this guy every day. So between That's morning so rush cute. hour and oh. evening rush hour. He'll go to each animal and be like, "Oh, this is Socks the barn cat. Hello, Socks." And he's like, "Hello, Michael. oh, hello. How are you doing today? I'm quite well. How Are you?" And like, he does the voices of every <laughs> so animal. Cute. I love it. And it's like this dude just like loves the farm, loves every animal. Each animal has their own personality. I just like uh, it's a really. This. Um, I'm gonna
1: download TikTok for this.
2: It's the only, I follow two people. I have an account. You can follow me, Liv. underscore laughs underscore love seven is like my account name because i don't because i don't do it's like a finsta it's my finsta i don't do i don't post anything i just watch this girl i'll put her link too. there's no way to just i can't describe her and then uh this farm but that's all i do on tiktok can
0: i tell you that i go through phases with animal instagram accounts it's like the to me, it's like the equivalent I'm in and I'm in one of these phases because I do have like a word scramble game on my phone, too. I'll have times when I'm like all about games mm-hmm. and like cute distractions. And then other times when I'm like, no, fucking cut it off. I don't need any of this shit in my life. But I'm in a in a uh, cute game phase. Went looking for horse accounts. <laughs> I mean not this really shit is sad. <laughs> we could do better
2: in the yeah, someone, community.
0: I challenge someone. It's not gonna be me, even though maybe that's like maybe I mean that's sh-
2: like maybe it should be me. That's like the problem, but you know what we should do? We should go out to like the equestrian neighborhood in Burbank. Yes. Check out if they have socials. If they don't go like, hey guys Can you I might, be your social You might not know manager? us, but some people do, and we're an astrology podcast also horse girls slash horse girls adjacent and i think we could really get the numbers up we got to get personalities on these horse what if we named each horse a zodiac sign or like go off their birthday like and we get free pony rides
1: we should just make this and then yeah have a million followers yeah and make that's a million dollars don't anybody steal this idea never mind <laughs> challenge
0: redacted oh yeah just find
1: pretty horses i mean sh- offer
0: rescinded well because there are so well, many pretty horse pictures and like Fun videos, but I think like the there's like ones or just like majestic ones. It like feels shiny. to me like it should be more like a nature account than like a baby animal account necessarily. Mm-hmm. Or like it's not necessarily going to be the cutest thing, but you could find beautiful pictures of horses galloping through scenic locations. Oh, I'm and sure stuff. Reese Witherspoon could take a
2: picture. Dude, uh, let's get it. Um, <laughs> I love the Highland cattle. Does anyone know Highland? Oh, Highland, Highland C- cattle are the best. They're so. I mean, they're yeah, they're basically yetis. Yeah, I was like so yetis.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are. I, I am dumb. Be- <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that one that just came out? The movie with the yeti. No, it's abominable. so good. Yeah, it was actually really good. I Scott and I rarely go see like cartoons in theaters, but it was one of those where we're like, we've seen them all. Uh-huh, yep. I mean, should we go to this? A list, baby. And it was cute, and it brought back a lot of the. Memories of like early childhood movies for me because they had music. Mm. Mm, And I really like that.
2: I haven't I haven't heard of that. But I'm I'm open to kids. I I like kids' movies. I do too. I
1: like tween movies. I like coming of age. All those sorts of things. But the Highland Cattle are really cute. I also think if you're looking for a game, Mm. Lily's Garden is so fun. Ooh, what's that? And it has like a fun story. Um, so it's like this girl, she like gets dumped when, and she's like gets fired from her job when. Uh-huh. She's like having a bad day, and then she gets this house that she inherits. It's like Ooh. a you play along, but yeah. like you can skip through the story if you just yeah. want to play. It's like a Candy Crush or something, All but you right. have to fix this house that she. Inherited. This is a phone Ooh. game. Yeah. yeah, that's cute, and it's really cute. Like she meets the neighbor, and like. It might be like a possible love interest when she like makes a friend and like, I don't know. I'm not that far in. Oh, the, Ooh, that's but cute. But it's like kind of, I'll show you mine. You can kind of like pick different things. It's kind of like Farmville, but not really, I guess, because it's not like, like, I don't know. You can kind of pick stuff, but you can't like plant something and then pick it up tomorrow. It's more like Candy Crush, I guess. I like that. A yeah. goose game.
2: Have you guys played that? I've just seen it. You've seen the footage. I've seen the footage.
1: I mean, that's like perfect
2: video game territory for me where it's, there's no stakes. You know, it's just like, you're the goose, steal the keys off the gardener. And so you have to like sneak behind him and like grab the like big ring keys oh, and then funny. run away. The goose is very funny and it's just like silly I thing. I was looking up. I'm like, what is this game? Is it on anything else? besides? I thought it was just for Nintendo switch. It's called untitled goose game. I think you can play it on like a computer desktop, okay. but it is fun. Pablo is a gamer. So he showed me, he showed me a game today and I don't know if it was real, but if it was it's this game where you're Jesus, and it's all from point of view. So all you see is like Jesus hands, and you have to like walk up to people. And this dude's got an empty bucket, and he puts it out and like fish fill. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> and I was like, yo, like pretty like non-religious, but I would definitely I would play this sure game play just to like fill up buckets with that fish with your fun. hands. I mean, it's yeah. witch, it's witch witchcraft. Craft. Jesus is like such a witch.
0: OG, OG
2: <laughs> witch.
0: OG wizard. Oh, OG. Jesus Christ. Uh, I, I need like a. I like this word one because it's just like a make as many words with the mm, letters as you can. Yeah, like the that brain. One,
1: I get bored. I do a lingo. That's my version of that. Well, mm-hmm. I think too, for me, I'm so addicted to my phone. I get in those phases too, but I have to like curtail it in a way where it's like well instead of being on instagram you have to do duolingo yes. yeah because i can't just be like nope you can't have your phone no because mm-hmm. you're that's not like i'm i won't do it yeah
0: well and it's like not i think it's like hard it's hard because it's like i don't think that being on your phone necessarily is bad or whatever i, I, do. I mean i think it is it can for sure be bad but i also think that you know, yeah, if you're doing Duolingo,
1: I don't know. It's made me so much dumber. Like the other day I went to um, I think I was like trying to book a class pass class or something. And I like pick up my phone and immediately open Facebook or Instagram, mm-hmm. get distracted for 45 minutes, put my f- phone down. And then I'm like, oh, I never booked my class. Pick it up, do the same thing again. It's like, I can't be this stupid. It's Mm. just not possible. Like, I've trained my brain that it's okay to do this. And it's not okay. Like, pick it up and do what you're supposed to do with it. To
0: be fair, as a uh, person, lifelong ADDer, I feel like I do that kind of stuff with or without the phone. (laughs) No,
1: I'm not. Like, I'm pretty purposeful in my house or something. I rarely go into a room and think, like, oh, what am I looking for or something? Like, yeah. And and it happens to me where I'll like, oh, I'm going to Google hairless cat. And then (laughs) I pick up my phone and I type H and I'm like, I have no idea what I'm Googling. Mm. You're like, hey, Google.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, our processing time is definitely shorter because we don't need to do it ourselves. I I was going to do Inspired by Friend of the Pod, Veronica, uh, raffle winner from our event. Uh, She was telling me she read the artist way and was like Oh I'm gonna like not go on social media One day a week like it's you know Encourages you to like not use your phone but she's like But that's kind of like impossible like I have a cam- I use it for a calendar and I text people And I make plans and like emailing seems pretty Fucking harmless like it's Business but I'm not gonna go on social media and I was like that's a good idea I'm gonna do that Every Saturday and like yesterday was Supposed to be my first day and I just fucking forgot Like I, I just like told as like 2 p.m. was scrolling like looking At stories like oh fuck Today was my like <laughs> my off day, and I just like that didn't even register. But I think it is, it's not even that the apps are bad, it's just the like, um, I it's the first thing I check like it is that like it's automated, like how yeah. that way you use it feel is starting to feel very like. I go here, I switch between apps, I do this, and, like, I'd like to be, I don't disagree with the apps, but I'd like to have more control of when I go on them. Well, that's the
0: thing for everything, where it's, like, it's just, it's the mindlessness of it, where it's, like, nothing to get all, like, you know, zen about or whatever, where it's, like, nothing is inherently good or bad unless it is being, you know, like detriment destructive or whatever sobriety can be good or bad Mm -hmm. whatever but if you're being tyrannical about it either way that's now just a new thing you know what i mean like or if you're drinking can be destructive or if you're like deciding i'm going to have this you're doing it with a conscious Mm -hmm. mind then that's not necessarily a bad is that a bad thing or is it if if you're not you're just not thinking about it and you're you know whatever these are bad examples but you get what
2: i mean no but like sometimes you do need like uh you know and substances are depending on who you are and what your levels are but sometimes you do need to just go like have a night of wild abandon sometimes you do need to be like i have like um, i like need a media list day like i were, because like if i'm not
1: scrolling i'm gonna watch tv which is like is that any thing. yeah that's <laughs> well, what i mean too where it's like you if it, yeah. guys should try that i don't know someone told me that it eventually it makes you pay or it starts charging you or something so i stopped using it well also i'm lazy but <laughs> um the fabulous app it's actually pretty good it's like Um, especially if you're a person that grabs your phone first thing in the morning, which I am, Mm -hmm. uh, if you can open that first, it's like, it gives you challenges Yes, and it tells you like, Ah. so the first one for me, I don't know if it like gives you a quiz. I don't know if they're different for, I'm assuming it's the same for everyone. It's just like, what time do you normally get up? Like how much sleep do you get? Ah. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then. It gives you a morning routine every morning. And the first one for me was drink a glass of water three days this week. The first thing when you wake up. And then, of course, it's like, make a healthy breakfast. And I'm like, bye. I can't use this app anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And cancel subscription. I don't wake up three hours before work. Thanks, though. (sighs) I would love... I would love... (sighs) uh, That's my 2020 goal, actually. I have started doing it. And I've I've started doing it outside of the app, too, because... um, I went to a meditation. The healer told me that, like, I need to stretch in the mornings. Mm-hmm. So I have, like... And I haven't been getting up earlier. But I somehow have enough time. Um, because I don't fucking look at Instagram and shit anymore in the morning. Yeah. I do that when I get to work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. but I, Where like, we should scroll, by yeah. the way. Everyone I, should scroll at work. I, like, have a glass of water. I scramble an egg while I, like, do my hair. And then I... Not, in the same room or anything, but I run back and forth. Um, And then I eat it very quickly and I run out the door and it honestly makes my day so much better.
0: Well, it's like the... And this feels very Sagittarian to me, but it's like, it's the distraction stuff where mm-hmm. it's like I that, that I don't have a problem with when it's like, yeah, when it's time to like be getting ready in the morning, I'm not looking at it because I'm like, I have time. I only have time to do these four things. And I'm not, if you even look for a second, then you've lost. Right. Like, you lost like five
1: minutes at least. And yeah. it's, to me,
0: it's also like an ADD thing where you kind of have to, I'm a, I do well procrastinating because it. It it forces everything else to fall away where it's like if you do things way ahead of time you have time to like think about other stuff or consider ideas and whatever and then it's like nah this is due tomorrow you have six hours fucking get it done you don't have like pick an idea Write about, I'm thinking about like writing essays where it's like, here's your essay idea, write it because you have to do edits and stuff like that. Yeah. You don't, yeah, you could write 17 different kinds of essays, but you can't do that in six hours. So pick one, figure it out, and fucking do it. So mm-hmm. it's like, I have to be at work in 30 minutes. You have. 10 minutes to
1: get ready it's gonna take you 20 minutes to go there yeah what do you Mm -hmm. what are your essentials you know what I mean most people's morning routine is like if you wake up 10 minutes late you're like that's my shower yeah that's what you're like crossing stuff off as you hit snooze where you're like okay well I won't blah 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 or I won't make coffee I'll get it at work or I'll you know like Mm -hmm. I mean I've
2: always been this way where I push my wake-up time to like truly like I'm still asleep as I'm scoot on my scooter on the like I give myself 20 minutes to wake and be out the door which I wish it was like I would love to just have that like an out like when Pablo had his kidney stones and was like getting up at 6 a.m. And I was like, like, fuck, we're up. And I was like, damn, I have a whole life before I'm going to work. Like, this is like,
1: yeah, this I is mean, like
2: life. This is like a whole this is like the weekend before I am like there. Like, this is great. I wish there was a medical emergency every morning <laughs> so I could just like I I sprung out of bed because I was like, whoo. But, but it is that thing of like on the weekends I wake up early because I'm like my day. I have freedom. But when you have to go do something. Maybe you don't want to go do the like the joy of waking up isn't as a joy (laughs) as it could be.
1: I just got different hours at work where I get in at 1115 and I think this is going to change my life because I've been waking up at 830 now, Mm -hmm. which is crazy because I never liked getting up before 10, but. Um, I don't know, for some reason, like now I'm on the schedule of waking up at 830 and I think I might not start exercising before work, which Uh, I've never done.
0: Well, because that's, that's, that is game changing because it is enough time for you to like sleep into a decent hour. Yeah. Because, and uh, Bless everyone who has to be up at five or whatever. Yeah. I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> but it's but it's those things where it's like, I mean, I know that you also just adapt and that's your life and, and you do that. But we we do so much of our life at night.
2: Yeah, and
0: and so it's like okay, cool. I can either do stand up comedy or wake up at an hour to like exercise or be good at my job. Yeah, or or one or the other. Yeah, Yeah. and it's like something has to give in it, and it's just about weighing what it is. But eleven is an hour where it's like you do not have to get up at six in the morning to exercise. You
1: can still get up
0: if you get up just a little earlier. You have time. You can go like well, that can be
2: your uh, wake up. Yeah, you know, like oh no. Also,
1: I bartend, so like I can go to work smell. Like nobody's gonna yeah. be that close to me.
2: No, and I think and we talked about this on uh and I won't out them, even though I don't think they would care, but on like someone's chart reading before of like talking about different jobs you might want to do, and that is something to think about. Like, hey, if you want to be a baker, you're getting up at three. Like yeah. I know mm-hmm. baking and the Instagrams and the things we see with Great British Bake Off are like really cute, but you don't see
1: like and going you're to bed at eight PM bread. Like you're making fucking at bread. three, not, like, fucking cute, cute cookies. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're making bread. Well, and those uh. people who,
2: like, got moved on to make cute cookies have p- done their dues of getting up and sh- slogging and making bread every day. Like, you guys going out and doing mics and stand-up, and like, I've tried it, and I just can't stay fucking awake. Like, I, that's where it's like, okay, that's, like, a different life. Like, that's part when people, and they've messaged you guys about, like, doing comedy. It's like, all right, well, Got nights Like Cause that's You're gonna be sitting And waiting And Maybe not go up And maybe being like This fucking room is full Of fucking weird dudes mostly like drunk because I mean there's outward
0: Because you're, you're bored And you're yeah. sitting there yep. And all of
2: that So that's hard I mean Yep and then it's like Oh I guess I'll get fries I don't know Like it's yeah. just like There's It's not Like that you part's had, not You had glamorous. dinner At a
0: reasonable time But now you're up Till 2am mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So you're hungry again So you have to eat Something What's open at 2am yeah. Diners and fucking fast food Yeah like, yeah. I mean there's a What are you gonna pack Your lunch bag To go into th- Bring God. And
1: you know what? I actually rail against people who bring food into open mics, yes. especially from their home because it's disgusting. I don't want dude, just like mm-hmm. don't eat that in your car oh, and or usually, outside yes eat it in your car
0: eat it outside wherever because also it's bringing food into like a place a bar, that probably yeah. serves stuff yeah. and you're also not patronizing the people like the yeah is gross. that the right
2: word i was like that's yeah. i know it's, yeah but
0: like yeah you're not you're not giving money to the establishment that's letting you do comedy
2: i would like low-key just bring like a granola bar or yeah, something you know fine. like that's something fine. like
1: that's not like oh i'm unraveling you know, a people sub. bring like a tupperware mm. i've seen it of like noodles and i'm like dude just <laughs> Take your noodles elsewhere. Yeah. Just
2: stand outside, eat it real quick. Yeah. Come come fed. But but those things of like factoring into like what things you want to do. Like when we're talking about like getting up kind of late if you get up early, it's like my friends who are like nurses or do those jobs, it's like that's like half you're like halfway there if you can wake up early you can do some of these jobs that most people like can't do like i just can't and i guess if you love it you can you make it work like if you love bread you'll get up at three and fucking make it if you love comedy you're gonna stay out till fucking 2 p.m and like and do your minutes and get it in but well speaking of getting it in it's
0: just making time in your life for things that are important like like this podcast podcast. also
2: easiest thing to make Time for honestly, well, but, I mean,
0: so, most of the time. But sometimes
2: it's hard because you have so, to, you know. Do, it's still, I guess, like personally, it's easy to. But like, yes, there when we have three people who are all oh, working I mean, and doing we, things, I think
1: she was talking about listening to them. Oh, listening, I mean, to listening them? to them. Oh, too. I think like oh, said, this is oh. one oh. of the easiest things for me yes. to schedule. Podcast Listening to podcasts is a bit harder for me to do. Well, sure. So, thank you for yes. listening. Oh, yeah. And even I mean, both.
2: Yeah. Sticking with us and listening and uh, being on this journey. Uh, we're at 100 episodes, 100 released episodes today. Yeah. 100. Oh. Pew, pew, pew. Um, You know, a lot. I've, I haven't done, maybe I should have done this before. A lot of hours of, I mean, we we don't go short here on What's no. Yourself. <laughs> I No, But it's also because, I mean, we could, but we don't want to usually like i think we it's so fun to talk i mean it's (laughs)
0: it's so easy to plan for this and yet we also don't plan what we're gonna say
2: (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's like even like if we've had a long episode it's like okay we'll do a short one next time it's like yeah Yeah, like well it's also it's like it's from when we started which is so weird to like think back because it's like it just, it was like an easy connection and flow and like even just like our format and setup and it just like was a natural ball rolling, which I guess is like always, I think when you're starting any project or thing, not that it has to be easy, right? When it wasn't necessarily easy, but it didn't feel like, oh, why am I like, you know, when you start something, you're like, do you like, oh, like I don't this? know about why, this, or this, don't, know this. is
0: I don't know if this is going to work. Is this is worth this sustainable? the effort?
2: But it was like always fun from the beginning and always like in- and also interesting because we're learning As we go. And it just made doing all this just like everyone else uh, caught on too. So thanks to everyone who listened. And also I'm glad you brought up Sarah Potter. Because that was like a... uh, I loved having her on. And also... That's been the interesting thing, too, is having these guests on. Sometimes people, like, that we love, that we want to meet, and then sometimes, like, kind of random, like, people, like, hit us up that were, like, oh, I haven't known you before, but, like, yeah, like, you seem cool, like, let's come, let's meet up. And Sarah Potter, we got to go to our color workshop after, too, and that, like, beautiful, where the fuck were we? Like, in Santa Santa Monica, Monica. like, in that little, like, zen thing and on these, like, floor pillows, and I was just like, wow, I would have never been here without what's your sign and like getting to meet all these weird witches
1: of the internet. Mm -hmm. So
2: that's just been cool. I'm thankful.
1: Yeah. We've gotten to meet so many cool people and travel and yeah, we've just like gotten to do so many cool things with this and it's a, hundred times we've done it It's crazy <laughs> i know but also does not feel like a hundred times no like we realized it as we
2: were just looking at our calendar head, and we're like okay what episode's coming up and it's like oh fuck it's our hundredth we can just do let's fuck it let's celebrate. celebrate well and i think that that's what's
0: uh like it is representative of astrology mm-hmm. itself i think when used the most potently which is like yeah most of the time you're kind of like living your life And you're you're not like, oh, what episode are we on today? You're just like, oh, we're here. It's time to record again. Here we are. I'm present. I'm here's the subject. You're approaching it from that. And it's not until you kind of like look back and go, oh, wow, that's it's 100. I you know, of course, that makes sense because it's it's been this many. It's been a year and it's almost been two years and we have done an episode a week since that, you know, like, of course it makes sense, Mm -hmm. but not necessarily in the way you're not like, okay, this is episode 98 and I'm thinking about 99 and a hundred. We're two away from a hundred and that's how I need to do it. You know, like just being, being present for the experience of it and then allowing, like looking back, be like, Oh wow, a hundred. Now I realize, and now it's a cool time for us to reflect and, and look at how far we've come and look forward to where we want to go and all of those things.
1: One of the things I think I've found that I, I really interests me about astrology and maybe this speaks to some of my placements, um, is like, since we've interviewed different astrologers and like become semi like acquaintancy frenzies with people. Um, I, I found that it seems like a lot of astrologers focus on certain, um, planets or aspects or, um they're they're very focused on houses or they love venus or they're moon people or or you know outer planet people um and like so since going through that i've been trying to think about like what do i focus on and like what is my Mm -hmm. thing and i think like for me it just it just changes so often yeah where i'm like oh i'm really into houses today and like or not today but like (laughs) right now for a couple months i'm like I don't care what planet, what house is it like? Yeah. And then suddenly I'm like, oh, I don't like any of that. Like now I'm really focused on like descendants. And, and I like that there's so much that you can change. And then when you come back and look at it again, you have like a new set of eyes with it. Yeah. And, I wonder if, like, I guess the next, like, person we interview, I'll ask, like, if that's changed for them as well over mm-hmm. the course of their studies. Because, like, every time we interview someone, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm really into that, too. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'm just copying them. <laughs> like,
0: well, that's how I feel like I got it really into astrology was, like, reading about something, starting with what I already knew, which was basically sun signs and moon signs. And then it seemed like kind of even before we started the podcast, every time I would find out something new, it would be like exactly what I needed to learn at that time or be like, oh my gosh, this is so interesting. This is so applicable to what I'm going through in my life right now. And now, now I'm even more, it just kind of continued my, it continued stoking my desire to learn more and more about astrology. And I think that that is the thing where it's like, yeah, maybe you're parroting what the person told you about, or you're hearing exactly the next thing that you you were supposed to be learning because that's like what you're what you're drawn to, you yeah, know. Yeah. Not like we don't have free will, but like that thing of like, oh, like just like we re- I think we receive all kinds of like messages and signs and stuff all the time, but the ones that you're supposed to pick up, you do. Like,
1: yeah, I also think like it's. There, it's just like kind of endless, so mm-hmm. it, it's fun to have fresh eyes on some of those old topics because you're like, well, I could keep digging into fixed stars or like you know,
2: right? No, it's I'm. It's been fun to like hop around into like more broad subjects, like you know, the modalities and like just planets and houses and things, but then also into those like vertexes and chiron and like all these things because it does ebb and flow of like what feels important in the now like we've talked to some astrologers who just are like yeah I just look at the planets in their aspects it's like pretty straightforward and then some that do want to like look more into those deeper things are like where are these asteroids or you know um, vertexy points and things playing into it and I think it does just depend on like where you're at like even scrolling through our episode list it's like I mean, this, even your sun sign is never going to be like, there's still so much to learn. There's still sure. so much to learn about your moon sign. There's still, your rising. And like also, I think the interesting thing with astrology, it is created by humans and it's, it can, it's interpret, we can interpret what's important, what means something, what what's has more weight than something else. And that's going to depend on your astrologer or your astrology resource or whoever, like read, pick up any book and they all are kind of saying there's similar tones and vibes across the board, but also people have different importance in what they're into, which is like starting this podcast, I thought we were just gonna be talking shit about like every sign and just like keeking and like goofing, which we do also. But then I think since astrology's led us to all these really cool people who work in who work in astrology and all these cool Fans and you know participants in astrology It's like I definitely have like grown More I loved Astrology but now I definitely hold it in a more Respectful uh, pedestal That I didn't before that maybe I came In and it never meant it in a dig Nasty way I just thought it was like it's so Fun it's lighthearted. like what's the big deal and I was like Actually no depending On who you are it can be a very big deal And I think some days for me it feels very much Like a big deal and some days I treat it like It's just fucking planets like it's cool like I got this but um, I, that's the been, I think the most interesting shift of, for coming from 2018 was just like how I treated astrology, which now it's like, you know, don't want to be that like person that's like, don't talk shit. Like, I think you're allowed, I actually like almost welcome the shit more cause it's, it's interesting to hear like the negative things yeah. from people or the naysayers. Cause it's like, I, maybe my astrology brain can be like, I know what this is really means mm-hmm. um but it's just like looking back at those early episodes too like i'm just like can't imagine what we said about people's mind oh, signs for sure <laughs> no i
1: also i'm like starting to look forward more which i i i struggle with anxiety a lot so mm-hmm. i try to not like i try yeah. to stay present a lot and i think like because of this podcast i'm able to be able to able to be able <laughs> i am able to look forward and think like oh, this is, like, some gifts that are coming. Like, I try not to be, like, (gasps) all these Capricorns in 2020, we're going to die or whatever. Like, I try to just be, like, oh, look, all these Capricorn gifts are coming. Like, it's going to be all, like, work gifts and, like, really nice things. Like, time management skills are going to be, like, off the chain. Like, Mm -hmm. no idea. But I think one of the things I really want to do, maybe I'll do it before the end of the year or maybe I'll wait until my birthday. Um, And I want to see if you guys have any things that you really want to do. Um, I want to get a natal chart reading because I haven't had one. I think since the one we all, we all got Yeah. And then I haven't had one before that for like three years. Yeah. And since I've been studying it so frequently, every time I go to get a reading, I'm like, please anything but astrology, like tarot, like give me your psychic, give me your whatever. But now I'm like, oh, well I look at my own chart and I like, can't see it. It's like, I go like blind. I'm like, I have no, I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking at anymore. Well,
2: it's like being your own therapist, you yeah, know, yeah, in exactly. a lot of ways. And it's funny that you said
1: about and like they didn't mean to say like I go. I don't mean no. To, like, I know anything I get you. about yeah. disabled people. Just like I can't, physically yeah, look at read it. It's, yeah,
2: it's well interpreting it is like what's real and what's like biased to like obviously mm-hmm. I feel these things here because this and it's like well. It's like when you think like your parents are like being assholes and everyone's like your parents are being fine like ch- like yeah. you just know you're them too, close. too wo- you're, you're too, too close, close and you- it's been too long and you need fresh fresh eyes on but it. But it. it's funny you um talk about anxiety of like wanting to be present and not d- like dwell on future cuz for for my anxiety it's like the complete opposite where all I'm thinking about is future so it's hard for me to do- be present that- and astrology helps me almost be more present, present because I'm like today uh. It's Sagittarius sun Taurus moon like and also I'm, I'm following more accounts too that tell me um, you know people like Colin Bedell is like telling me his perspective of these transits for today and like all these other people more artsy like illustrator accounts and it's like I'm seeing it more and i more up to date and I kind of like that it's it's just one day at a fucking time like it's one day at a time there's no these planets have all been in these positions
1: before, before. it's yeah. like and we're here we are again um but yeah i think that i I think that's a good kind of anxiety too where it's like i'm always like oh but this is gonna happen and then i'm gonna do like i have the same yeah i just for some reason this has helped me with like looking forward i like that it's helped you be present yeah
0: oh my god Uh, did i i'm actually getting a natal chart reading tomorrow
1: What?
0: yes i was like oh that's i totally feel that same way yes it's with colin
1: Oh cool. So I'm
0: very very excited, but I felt the same way where I'm like, oh, I want someone else to like I I've looked at my stuff so much, but I'm interested to get some outside thing. Well, and it's this, I think that that's like the the something that I've for sure has been reinforced by this, not only from talking to you both, but then whenever we have someone on, it's like, if you are only in a chain, like a, your own loop, yeah. Uh, you miss stuff. Yeah. And it's not because you're not capable or intelligent or anything. It's just, you are only looking at it through your lens. And that's, that's Mm -hmm. one thing. So it's always helpful. I think to have someone else, it, it, there is no, uh, like detriment to having outside kind of feedback in it because it's either going to confirm or you're just going to be like, Oh, I disagree with that. Totally. That's not in line with what I'm talking about. Uh,
2: yeah, I think that's, I think that's a, that is a good reminder though of like maybe in maybe since, uh, life can kind of feel like all astrology all day, (laughs) every day. It's, um, that's a good reminder. I should get more readings in 2020 because I want those too. It's fun. And I've gotten like tarot readings and like other sorts of things, but to actually like reach out to other astrologers because they're going to pick up on shit and just to see what they, what's important to them or stands out to them is just going to be, it just gives you insight to if you, if you listening and you want to like practice astrology for yourself or for other people eventually or whatever. Um, Why not? Like you have to, If it's just you, it is going to just be like your own perceptions of whatever moon signs represent or whatever this represents. Well, that's the
0: other thing, too. And I think we've all kind of touched on it. But something that I have realized in doing all of this, because we are coming at it as people who are learning these things. But at the end of the day, astrology is created by people. And Mm -hmm. there is, of course, technical things that are kind of non-negotiables. But also you are free to kind of come up with your own interpretations of what things mean. So it's like, I think in doing more, you know, again, it's like you can't get the planets wrong or say like, Oh, the moon is in Gemini right now when it's not like there are, there are hard facts to be contended with, but it is also like, Oh, well this is my interpretation of that. And I think kind of finding ways to own, um, your own authority around things has been something that's been fun to have that kind of grow and feel more embodied in because it's hard to be like, Oh, I, I do know what I'm talking about. Or like I, my opinions are insightful or interesting. So I think that realizing that everyone starts at that point somewhere along the line and at a certain point you just kind of have to decide that you that you know what you're talking about or whatever, like still being open to learn, but
1: yeah, I do think people online like they present it like they know everything, and like especially in a lot of astrology groups, like recently, someone was asking about like one of in one of the groups about like placements and and like your perception from the world, and I was like, oh, I'm a performer and like a podcaster and a producer, and um, you know. I also have this placement, so it doesn't mean that you have to be shy or that you can't be in front of an audience or whatever. Right. And the person, like, some person, like, commented, and they were like, um, actually, this has to mean that you have, like, this house and this house, and where's your north node and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, this is so interesting that you think you can say I'm not all the things I already just said that I <laughs> yeah. do professionally. Right. But, I, I like, I wasn't going to just be like, actually, I already am a performer and podcaster it doesn't matter that I don't have anything in the third house. Like Mm -hmm. you can't really like, you know what I mean? But instead I was just like, Oh here, like I have this Gemini placement and this like Aquarius thing. And I'm like, here's like, I'm going to instead give you things to like, um, encourage that instead of being like no you're wrong and blah 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 because it's like why not just be like if you want to reinforce this idea that you have here there's always a way to do that in a chart it doesn't matter if you're you'll tell me then it's whatever signs in that house or then it's whatever whatever so yeah if you have such a strong ideal about this here are the three things that go along with what you're saying there are also a number of other things in my chart that make me compassionate scared like whatever and not a a typical performer and not a typical podcaster producer so I think we should have a well-rounded life and not just focus on like, well, your third house has to be this and right.
2: Well, it's the same thing with like, you know, your Leo or Gemini or things like that where it's like, obviously you love the stage and it's like, oh, so no Aquarians perform or like, no, you know, like, and that comes into like simple astrology or simple, you know, which Facebook groups are fucking obviously (laughs) full of them. And I think that's been the like interesting switch of like, and not to be like a snob, but like when you meet like acquaintances or coworkers or people, and I'm freelance, so my coworkers are always changing. And then everyone always finds out that I'm the astrology person. And then it's like, what's with it? Is it Mercury and retrograde? What's with people? What's with this? And it's like, before when it was like more of a baby in the podcast world, I'd be like, well, yeah, Mercury and retrograde can make people like all loopy and all this. And then it's like, Just like this head shake moment of like, you know what? Like, Like, What's with
0: you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing right now? But also
2: like that, like, oh, riddle me this. And it's like, I don't have time. Like, I don't have time to riddle. And I think maybe this is like, I mean, in Saturn Return, in this Capricorn, Stellium, Saturn Return, time, energy, all those sorts of things have been themes that have come up. Even like episodes that I think might be simple, like Stellium's like got a huge reaction because it's like simple concepts can be groundbreaking to a lot of different people it just depends how information hits you but i well, think it's like
0: are you, are you using this information to then make more informed like present living life decisions and do have you really more and in- do you really care yeah where it's like there is no simple answer to anything it's not like oh i have a stellium in capricorn and now My life is fixed. It's like, oh, that's more information for me to have to like give context to how I'm living. It's not like, oh, Mercury is retrograde. That's so now people aren't being idiots or whatever. Or like, there's no like, yeah, it's like, yeah, but you still have to respond to people. It doesn't matter. Like, that's just knowing what. Jacket to put on when you go outside. If it's raining, you can go outside and wear whatever clothes you want. But yeah, It, it, would, behoove you, it would behoove you to bring an uh, uh, an umbrella because then you're not gonna like ruin your stuff. But yeah. also, who care? You're just gonna get wet. What like? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's all of it. Where it's like. It doesn't knowing that it's raining doesn't stop it from raining. You still have to know how to drive in the rain or leave extra time. Right. Whatever. It's like it doesn't it doesn't stop it from being inconvenient. It's just like oh well now I know so I got up earlier. I wore the right shoes. I did the did the thing. It's not like Mm -hmm. you know. There's no it's the 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 endless compatibility question where it's like yeah you can find out someone's chart but you still have to go on dates with them
2: and ask them where they grew up and do they have. Have
0: siblings
2: and well, whatever Well and that's the other thing too Was like we all have like Circumstantial life things That have yeah. happened um, I'm starting in January Going to Portland Astrology School Which yeah. I'm super excited about But I really liked in there uh, And I can't remember the teacher's name So I'll find out soon But he was just talking about Some of the lessons That are going to come up But it's like I can't I can't remember if the term Was like circumstantial astrology Or something like Life force astrology Where like if you're like A white rich Sagittarius lady in Malibu, your life's going to be different than like a person of color, queer, Sagittarius boy in New Orleans. Like it's like it's not going to be like the end all be all. Like not all like not all Sagittarians are going to be the same. Not all this. Like you do have to look at human things because this is a human practice. Like it's a like there's more than just like your chart. There's the other people in your life and their charts and how they affected you and how they've processed trauma and like all those things with like class and money and, and location and all all those things. So I think that's, it's hard to explain to like a passing coworker where it's no. like, Oh, this is like,
0: <laughs> this not is- all Sagittarius are just like jet setting in <laughs> San Tropez all the time because not
2: everybody can do that. It's mm-hmm. that, but, it's- but but that's a, but that's a mindset, right? Maybe I think all Sagittarians can have that energy well, to unlock a like, um, open, receptive, passionate knowledge but yeah when you come when you well, look at stereotype the, astrology yeah. it is like you're just collecting stamps in your passport it's like well that's privilege like yeah. so those are things to like the
0: same thing with like oh leo you're just like out there all the time so and it's hot like, well, maybe you can yeah maybe maybe you're not maybe you don't have that but is there a way that you do embody leo and that's where it's well, like and that's okay. why i
2: like breaking things down backwards almost like when people like write to us for charts and things it's like well i'm a leo but I'm like actually more shy. Like I'm more of a behind the scenes person. Well, how does that make sense? And it's like, it's cool. Like because you know who you are. It's the same thing with Lisa saying, like I know I'm a performer, producer, of this. And someone's like, well, your chart says. Otherwise, it's like, well, maybe okay. like this is aspecting to this and that. Like, th- it's yeah, all and like a. Ab-
1: like, you don't. You're not looking at the chart either. Right. Know. And
2: it's like those those things all come into play with doing aspects, houses, planets, and all of these things. Where it's like you can't just say I'm a Leo. The, like diagnose me. And we some people do and there's like, you know, people that take it face value, but I think there's there's just so much more to learn. We're always learning. It never
1: ends. I think too, especially with Leo and the twelfth house. Oh man. There are so many um so many descriptions and so many things and so many where it's like uh think about like a lion, you know, they're not like yeah, they're quick when they're going after something but like they're not all day yeah so it's like you can they're not all day you can be like a slow moving leo that like pounces Mm -hmm. or you could be like out there like i'm in the middle of the hunt leo like it's not really and it's the same with like the 12th house which i have so many placements there i'm like constantly reading about it and it's like, oh, it's like about this and this. And it's like hospitals and prisons and undoing addiction, and addiction. <laughs> and, this. and it's like, these are such a wide variety of things. Like, how could they all relate to one person? It's like, right. maybe they don't. Maybe it's just parts of this and parts of that. Right. A little bit of this or none of that. Like.
2: Or maybe you're like thinking of like a lion you know, resting all day and going out at night. But maybe you have, like, a shit ton of Aries placements, too. Maybe you're a baby yeah. lion. Maybe you're, like, ready to play and, like, popping around. Like, maybe you have a lot of cancer placements. Maybe you're that, like, caretaker lion, that, like, lioness, that, like, proud mom energy. Like, I think that's what's fun with, some like, symbology of astrology, the folklore, like, all of these things. Because I think when you're creative people, like like us, um, you're storytelling. I mean, astrology is storytelling. It's mm-hmm. placing together all these things. And it's like, well, what is... What does an Aries, uh, this Ram, the stereotypical feisty energy, look like when it's in a watery twelfth house? Like, what is the imagery for you? Like, and I think you can get a lot just from almost like really visioning. Like, what does an Aries look like in? Maybe it kind of looks well, Capricorn-y, actually if you, if well, you look and at it. Well, it's also in 12th.
0: it's all a circle and it's always moving through all of it. Your mm-hmm. natal chart doesn't change, but nothing. <laughs> forgive the it's like all of the words that you use have actual astrological (laughs) definitions I would say like nothing's fixed but it's like there are for sure things that are fixed (laughs) but it is that where it's like yeah because you're you're not just like born and you stay time moves on so no matter how much you know about astrology you have to even if you just know your sun sign it's like well it's not Aries season all year long so what does an Aries look like when it's Taurus when it's someone else? even if you're just thinking about I like thinking about like a kid going to birthday parties mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, you go to the tourist birthday party. What is that? The same kind of birthday party that you have fun at? Or are you kind of like, Oh, like, Oh man, I just had my birthday. I really want to open up the presents. I want to do the thing yeah. or whatever. Or-, or
1: like I had so much fun at my birthday. Maybe I want to like, make theirs extra special but yeah halfway through the year you're like when's mine again? yeah you're like god like, i'm so
0: excited for my fucking birthday yeah. i hate going to the, a tea party that's like not what i would want to do for my birthday that's such a dumb idea for a birthday yeah, party yeah, yeah. or like oh man a summer i wish my birthday was in summer like the things i could do with a summer birthday like uh-huh. but it's all of those things where it's like yeah you st- It still like continues so even if you don't feel like on Aries all the time there are surely moments in everything every every season every you know stage of life where you're like oh I really feel like me right now because mm-hmm. we don't get to do everything that we want to do all the time ta- like it's not nothing's in a vacuum nothing is happening according to our plans at every step so it's like of course you might not feel like that at every at every time but is there still like in, in your not feeling like a Aries or whatever, is that actually very Aries of right. you? You know what I mean? Like, those. that's what I always think whenever someone's like, oh, I don't believe in it or I don't identify with that. I'm like, well, are you being exactly the way that <laughs> I you— I had
1: a Scorpio say, I'm not really like a Scorpio. I go, oh, really? Why do you think whatever? And then they're like, well, tell me. And I was like, oh— just kind of mysterious and cool. because yeah. I didn't want to say anything to, and they're like, hmm, I don't think so. It's like, that's well, it. That's all they said. Yeah. I'm like, Why don't you think so? Tell me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay, cool. And I'm, in the <laughs> most
2: Scorpio yeah, like, sense like, ever. Like,
1: okay. Well, happy birthday. Well, and what's, co- <laughs>
2: <laughs> and what's cool too is like, I think, or at least what I've been. Doing with this more like thinking of it like a social science, and also like yeah, if you're in, into astrology and you're practicing and studying, you can come up with your own fucking theories if you think like it lines up and it fits and it like hits this mode. Right now we're in Sagittarius season, and I I'm taking notes, and maybe next Sagittarius season I'll notice it. Maybe the following I won't. So I don't know if this theory. Is, Clicks for me just yet, but I swear all the Sagittarius moons for me right now are coming out with like texting me old pictures, re- feeling really sentimental, like having this kind of like reflective moment. I'm like, wait, when it's your when it's sunshine season, do the moon signs kind of get like shadowy, like and want to like reflect and like have this? But again, this is like a new working theory that I'm just thinking of recently, and that's what's fun with astrology. It's like, well, I have many. You know, if I'm lucky, many more years to like I think I keep. You
1: get like that in cancer,
2: right? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm. That fits. i I mean, I'm gonna take note during uh Aries season, but maybe. But also, Aries isn't as. um I don't know. Like I don't know. I don't know if it's the same kind of connection as maybe. Like I think Sagittarius is like very. They're more thinker. Yeah,
1: maybe like youthful nostalgia.
2: Yeah, it could be. I'll keep. I'm I keep. And also, if anyone's ever felt this way, sound off because. It's just something I'm just starting to like, you notice these trends, right? Cause that's all you can really do with astrology. We're noticing how things make people feel, make people interact. And also when it's outer planet things Like make a whole society Behave or interact in all of these And it's all like all you can do is study And write it down and think about it Just
0: notice patterns and be like is this a thing I don't know that's why it's changed Or like that's why it's like we have the things that have stayed The same that people have noticed For thousands and thousands of years Mm -hmm. And other things change And there are different interpretations of things Because they're like oh well that pattern Doesn't really hold true anymore because here are these Things that have changed Yeah, Is
2: that astrology? Is that life? Is, is this, that whatever? Who, is who this the a, fuck
0: knows, and who the fuck
2: cares? Is this another planetary aspect that happens to coincide during Sagittarius season, or yeah. is it just like this time where the sun is right now and how it's interacting with the moon for people? Who I don't knows.
0: know. Does it fucking help you? Does it improve your life and make you better to yourself and others?
1: Great, that's all I care about. I've also been so focused on everything that is twelve. Mm. It's so wild to me that the clock is yeah, and the zod the Mm zoes and there's like a lot of other things the eggs and i I was like dozen hello i mean there's a lot of dozen stuff i'm also surprised that we don't just get our period all of cancer season.
2: (laughs) (laughs) just save it up i mean if we put our minds to it maybe we can just do it well 12 i mean numerology is three which i think is like about the connection with all these other people like you know at the end of the day it is like how we're all communicating together, but it's like every we all interpret, we're all seeing this whole conversation differently. Mm-hmm. But we're all finding a way to like, you know, funly, funly, and but like polite, like have this discourse. But it's trippy if you really fuck. And that's twelfth house shit.
0: Damn, dude, it's okay. all trippy if you really fucking think about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, two's a partnership, three's
1: a family. Yeah, yeah. dude, we should yeah. go take.
2: okay i'll I'll say this (laughs) off the
0: bat let's go trip well thank you guys so much for listening this is truly a joy and a privilege and an honor and we are so grateful for you for for allowing us to guide you in whatever capacity that we do for for letting us be in your life in whatever capacity that we are we we love doing this and we love that you guys love it um and we hope to do
2: a thousand more. <laughs> I mean, think about it. even like episode two, like where we'll be from to two hundred would be who you can't even. You, guys you will keep d- drinking our period blood. <laughs> <from> cancer soon. <laughs> <season. laughs> Hell yeah. Well, even seeing the Spotify roundups that we just got of like how many minutes people are listening, I think sometimes it's oh, like so like it's so. I cool. almost like started crying. Yeah, yeah. It's well, you just forget sometimes because when you see it quantified like that, it's just like oh shit. So yeah, being part of your commute or your. I know some people get together and have like discussions after the podcast with their friends and i'm glad that our conversations can help ignite what julie was saying like ignite certain things that like make sense for you uh, inspire you whatever that is because i mean we're all here together and our facebook group facebook group fucking rocks um if you're not in there get in there um we have more episodes on patreon yeah, and instagram um, email mm-hmm. us we love dude you we're guys. like truly we're i don't know if you guys know we are truly an indie pod we can we're interacting with you guys and just everyone's been cool. Yes, that's something it. I couldn't have predicted too when we yeah. started. Was yeah. just like having like, and everyone who's joined our Facebook group has been like, everyone's nice. Yeah. Yes. What's that's up with the that? Thing
0: that I'm the most proud of is just this beautiful community of people that that are yeah kind to each other
2: and. But not share even like that and, boring fake nice. Like yeah, no, yeah, everyone's I mean, just cool. We've also gotten to meet a lot
1: of these people oh, in real life, yeah. and like, you guys are actually really cool, and and people that DM me and they're like, oh, let's hang out. I'm like, yeah, I'm down. I'm not afraid of y'all. You guys are like really cool people. Well, yeah. Well, maybe well, maybe for, some, maybe some, of you, maybe <laughs> some of y'all, but no, I'm, I'm sure there's y'all. one or two lurkers that aren't in the Facebook group or But
0: everybody has been wonderful. I mean, that's, Speaking of like the three, it's like the podcast, the mm-hmm. listener, and then these these this outside what that means. I know people have, have their own their own businesses. Yeah, I look forward to people starting their own podcasts and things. Yeah, or whatever. So it's like there's the, it's really really cool um, to feel like we even have a small part in in creating um, a a better world in whatever capacity that is so thank you for for allowing us to do that um even though we just talk about our periods and stuff a lot <laughs> oh yeah <laughs>
1: is not an early complaint yeah. from yeah. some loser periods and pedicures
2: periods and pedicures
1: <laughs> we're gonna make that a shirt for yes. sure
2: oh my god, periods and pedicures and like also, girls say the word like. We're in California. We're allowed. We're Sorry. Oh, thanks for our international. Like
1: in California. Also to our international
2: <laughs> we- listeners, that's yeah. also rad. Hopefully we'll, 2020, maybe we'll be able to come meet y'all love out there. Um, we'll yeah. truly love to. Yeah. I know Australia goes hard for what's your sign. So thanks. And everybody else too. Um, yes. My cat keeps le- licking me. So we should, oh, probably, so we should wow. probably go. Well,
0: thank you guys. Um, cheers to 100 and, and we'll see you for more. Bye. Bye. thank you for listening to what's your sign please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast
2: platform you use if you like what you heard please support us on Patreon
1: you can also find us online on Instagram at what's your sign podcast or on Twitter at what's YR sign underscore pod you can also like our fan
0: page on Facebook and join our friendship group
2: Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com.
1: Thank you so much for listening. Bye. What's your Bye. Sign? Bye.